You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the World Steam on Vlogging the Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Paul Stewart and I am joined by my fellow sportsman, Lauren Callahan of the UK Cowboys. How are we doing, my friend? Not too bad. Keeping up keeping up on your activities this last two weeks has been fun. So <sighs> Yeah, it's been it's been wild. It's been absolutely wild. So but yeah, in case anyone's wondering, yes, Meg is unfortunately not here. Unfortunately, she's got connection issues in Spain. She's attending a friend's wedding. But she will be back with Kelsey Charles on Girls Talking Boys this coming week. So be sure to keep your ears open for that. But um, as you know, we're up against the Houston Texans tomorrow. And we've got a little bit to kind of cover today, actually. Um, there's been quite a couple of the updates that just happened within the past five minutes. So let's kind of break into that. So um, Ian Rappaport has just uh, released a tweet saying that wide receiver James Washington is now out from injury reserve and he will play on Sunday. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's been on the cards for a couple of weeks. I think the only holding factor is whether we were going to end up signing a, a three-letter wide receiver. Um, yeah. That obviously didn't happen because he's not anywhere near ready to play. And, you know, obviously we'd started the 21-day the window. He looked good in practice from all accounts. He's been ready to go for a couple of weeks. And, you know, I'm not surprised. And this should actually help with Gallup and C.D. Lamb, I think, so... It's another viable threat, and he's quite a deep threat as well. And he's he's no slouch as a wide receiver. He's a former Belichnikov Award winner, which is mm-hmm. the award given to the the best receiver in college. Um, just yeah. he was unlucky. He was unlucky his career at the t- you know first four years of his career. He was with a team that Big Ben's arm strength dropped off the charts. Um, you know, and then wasn't able to be a deep threat anymore. Yeah, it's a shame, but hopefully we can actually kind of like what we've been able to do with like our defensive players, like players that have kind of fallen off and kind of rebound again. So hopefully with Washington playing for us in terms of the offense, he can rebound his career that way. So, but speaking about, you mentioned the the three letters there of OBJ there. Um, Jerry Jones uh, yesterday was on 105.3 The Fan. Um, made the statement says, yes, we're still in contact. Yes, yes, yes. Is there a timeline? Probably the fact that the time is ticking in terms of getting here and really iterating the heavy work on his rehab. So it sounds as though that Jerry is still pretty much interested in doing something with OBJ. Obviously, we're not with this year, but potentially next season. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, he won't, he won't discredit this season. I mean, 
you know, you still got five games left to play the the regular season. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, the, touch touch wood, there's not. But you know, we could we could quite easily lose a receiver straight away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you are look, you are scrambling around to get somebody to replace him. Um, and then you know that's when you come calling on OBJ. But I mean, the the framework wasn't going to be working. You know. OBJ's come out on Thursday night as well on the LeBron James show and said that you know what's what's the point of regular season? I'm I'm going to be ready for playoffs and all this sort of stuff. But do you really want to be going into your first playoff game? Dak's not really had he's maybe only had two or three practices with you, and uh-huh. you don't have that chemistry there and expect it to suddenly light up in the middle of a game. That's a bit scary for me. Yeah, I'll be perfectly honest. Like, like, I was fully on board bringing in Beckham into the fold, but after hearing his comments like that, I'm like, no, I'm I'm, I'm kind of now really on the fence of it now because I, I I don't think that's the right attitude to kind of approach this. So no, um, and I think quite a lot of like a lot of fans in Cowboys Nation kind of feel the exact same way. It's like you're just like you're basically just kind of want to come in and basically just pick up a Super Bowl in a way with little less effort without contributing. That's it's the way it kind of sounds like to me. I could be maybe interpreting that a little bit differently, but it, it just kind of says as always just like when he says there's no point of the regular season, absolutely. Yeah. Basically, basically, you're letting everybody else do the hard work to get there in the first place. So in a way, it, it it just doesn't look good on the way how how he said that. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. His, his his attitude's not right. I mean, he's he's coming in as if he's thinking that you know he's he's at the top of the mountain. He's not really. He's got this red flag against him that you know this is the second ACL. Every everything that has happened to him injury wise in his career has all happened on the the same side of the body. The I think it's his left left, left, left side. Yeah, left, left side. knee. So everything that's happened to him has been his left knee, left leg, uh, left ankle, that sort of thing. Um, you know, th- th- there's got to be question marks about whether there's there's problems with that. Um, and he he should be coming in saying, "Yeah, I'm ready to prove it's not." And you know, he should if he if he'd said, "Right, go on, I'll go out and throw." throwing catch passes with Dak this week, you know, even just 20 passes or something like that might have been a different story, but no. And the way our medical team is, I would I would take their word for it hands down. Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, we've, don't know how many times we've mentioned, not only on blogging the boys, but also on our other podcast, the UK Cowboys, where the the work the medical team have done over the years for certain players like the likes of Team Romo on the field, getting Dak back into the fold so quickly, even like a um a Jalen Smith, former cowboy, and um yeah, and Damon Clark right now. Yep. A guy yep. that no one thought he would even play a single snap of football this year. So I fully trust our medical team one one thousand percent. So, if they're saying that he's not ready, then he is not ready. So, I fully support that. But um, can us moving on from that, um, Jerry Jones did mention also on 
105.3 The Fan, that about Kelvin Joseph. Um, he made the comments that it's time for him to become a man. He's got to say it's time now. He should accept a higher level of responsibility. He's got more people depending on him. And it's time for some of the side stuff to ease its way out of his life. What's your thoughts on that? Again, Jerry's hit the nail on the head there. I mean, obviously, you know, we've not had the return from Kelvin Joseph that a second round pick should should have given you. There's been obviously everything that happened this off season, um, you know, and you haven't really seen him even own up to anything other than he cooperated with the police. He's not addressed it in the media or anything like that and said, you know, I was in the wrong or whatever. Um, and, you know, his his play on the field, yeah, he's been a good special teamer, but you really need him to step up now that Anthony Brown's out. You're not getting anything from anybody. Deron Bland is a great nickel corner, but I don't think he can stand up to the big boys on the outside. You need somebody in, somebody of Kelvin Joseph's size, if not Nishon Wright's size, down the sideline. And you need somebody to be ready to go and ready to play. And, you know, so far in the spot duties that we've seen in against Green Bay um, and the following week, fair enough, he had, he had he was suffering from the illness and played only one drive the following week. But, you know, it's the returns haven't been there at the moment and you're not seeing anything that suggests he's almost ready to play. So he really does need to step up. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, don't get me wrong, there's been times where in special teams have looked absolutely fantastic and that. And he has, like, I love his aggression in terms of the special teams, but we've seen, even just through training camp, um, where he would, I know it sounds easy to say, like, he has, uh, like, playing it up against, like, C.D. Lamb and stuff like that, but he was getting kind of beat very convincingly in that. Yeah. So I think for him, he just really like he really needs to step up and really show that, um, like because we know he he has potential. We all know that, like, like when he was playing for Kentucky and that he, he looked really good in that. So and that's the reason why we picked him in the second round. So, um, but <clears throat> excuse me, I just think it's really hard to kind of see where like it's for, for likes of Kelvin. I just think he just really needs to get his head screwed on. And just focus on football more than anything. Like like Jerry's kind of saying, like none of the music, none of the whole side troubles that happened. Just focus and just try try and deal with that. Um, but yeah, but hopefully, hopefully he, he can step up to the plate. And basically, like a lot of players this year, a bit especially to me, have made me eat a lot of humble pie this year. Um eh, so if Kelvin can do the exact same, then great. You know, yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. And I mean, the, the the fact that it's Jerry that's calling you out. Jerry is your yeah. not only the owner of the team; he's also the general manager. It's yep. you know, it's one thing if if he was on another team that say I don't know, say Dave Gettleman or a, a general manager like that's calling you out. That's one thing, but for an actual owner who's obviously invested in this team as well to call you out, that's that should be a warning signal that you really need to knuckle down because he's he's keeping an eye on you. You're not performing. And the next yeah. thing is you're getting you're getting your release papers. Yeah, so I thought yeah, he, I, that would definitely 
light a fire under his butt for sure. But um, but I think that's, that's pretty much the, the latest news has been kind of covered. So other than that, we've got the, the latest injury report, obviously, that it was released last night. So um, with that being said, so as you kind of mentioned there, Lauren, Anthony Brown, he's out for the season with the Achilles yeah. injury. Um, the only other player for the game status is not out, but is questionable is Leighton Van Der Esch. That was down to illness, so he wasn't well on Friday. So, yeah. um, any concerns with that? Um, you always slightly concerned about him showing up on on the Friday. You'd rather it was earlier on in the week, and then you've got a chance to get your get yourself back and get yeah. IVs and fluids and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we don't know what the what the actual illness is that's going round. And you know, if it is just if it is just a sniffle or something like that, we're now we're now in an era where you know, thanks to COVID, you know, even a sniffle, you 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 probably are on the side of caution and stay home for a day, make sure you don't test positive or anything like that, and then you yeah. can come back in again. So, I'm, uh, in there fairness, is a, there is a small amount of concern there, but yeah, I think you'll be ready to go. In fairness, Lauren, and my, my 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 whole week I've been here in Dallas right now. The temperatures kind of went from warm to cold, warm to cold. So I think it, it can probably generate just a bit of a, a sniffle because I'm yeah. kind of feeling a little bit of sniffle myself. But I know from well it's not the the c word. So, um, <laughs> but but anyway, but I'm I'm not generally concerned. I think he'll be absolutely fine. I think it's just more of a precaution more than anything. Hopefully, but hopefully LBE is playing on Sunday. But the Houston Texans, however, they have a lot of issues right now. So their yeah. two starting wide receivers and Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins are both out with a foot. Well, Nico Collins with a foot injury and Brandon Cooks with a calf injury. And also a defensive lineman, Kurt Hinnish, he has a shoulder injury. He is out. And first round draft by Derek Stingley Jr., He's got a hamstring and illness, and he is out. Yeah, it certainly doesn't look good for them. And but obviously, they're now completely eliminated from the playoffs. They're in a sort of evaluation phase, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're at least benefiting from seeing what the depth is like and whether there's anybody that's been floundering on the depth chart that can maybe step up and you know guarantee themselves a place for next season. Um, question is, will Lovey Smith and this coaching staff still be their coach next season? I think, you know, it's maybe one and done for him. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Yeah, I mean... I should, in a way, I kind of feel sorry for Texans fans right now, but but, but not really. Um. So, but 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 speaking a bit like the Houston Texans, their record is one ten and one, and obviously with that victory against the the Indianapolis Colts last week, we're now nine and three. Um. Just to kind of run through the stat line right now, so the Cowboys are twenty seven point eight points per game. 145.9 rushing yards per game, 210 passing yards per game, and with a plus nine turnover difference. And with the Texans, they're 15.7 points per game, 87.9 rushing yards per game, 194.4 passing yards per game with a minus six turnover difference. And just kind of quickly going over the players, David Mills with 11 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and 28 sacks being handed over to him. So, um, I don't know what to make of this. Like, on paper, on their record, and where their players are right now and the, the stability of their team, it's, I don't want to use this term, but it feels like it, this should be a, a walk in the park for us. Yeah. I, I completely agree. On on paper, it should be a walk in the park. It's Houston just don't have anything. Their, their main weapon is Pierce. Their second weapon would be Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is obviously out, and Nico Collins is a serviceable receiver. They've got they've got talent on the offensive line. They've got three first round draft picks on the offensive line. They should be better, performing better than they have been, but they're not. Yeah, like, um, yeah, because they put the, Laramie Tunsil in there. I, I can't remember the other two um, guys that's in there. Kenyon Green. Yeah, Kenyon Green. That's right. I mean, you would you would think they would have something to really offer David Mills that protection, but um, yeah, it's. I think it might. I think it was more or less the same problem that we had at the start of the season. It's the continuity problem, and that it could be the offensive lineman scheme or whatever and that from their side of the ball it could be it could be many things it really could be down to the coaching like for the, yep. for the, for the Texans so um but rest would not be sure like 
like like having Larry Matunso against Micah Parsons, that's still going to be a, a big test. Like, make no mistake, like you can we can still we can afford to um neglect the fact that they do have these good high caliber offensive linemen, but where there is gaps in their hole, uh, there's gaps in their gate, uh, their, their line where it's just ready to be exposed. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Texans come out in the first half, they try a couple of trick plays, try and get some momentum that way. Yeah. You know, the, the flea flicker or, you know, going straight first and 10, first play from scrimmage, go for an 80-yard bomb or something yeah. like that. Try and, get, try and get us on the back foot. But, you know, realistically, this should be a game that we blow them out on. The, the only thing is, obviously... Houston will be treating this like their Dallas week. You know, there's there's a big rivalry between Houston and Dallas. It's I suppose it's all equivalent for us. It's almost like Glasgow Edinburgh um, in Scotland. You know that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. And you know um, these guys will be up for it. So yeah, because already I was at the the pro shop yesterday, and there was a merchandise already advertising like. Hoodies with the Texans and Cowboys logo was the Texas rivalry, like 2022. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, mm, should I buy it? But no, Chris has just had the Texans logo on it. I'm like, nah, I'll just leave it. So, but yeah. Um, but let me see, what else do we have here? So um, we kind of mentioned briefly about Damon, Damon, uh, Damon Pierce there. So he's total of 861 rushing yards. Only three touchdowns and three fumbles. I, mean, I think the three fumbles is quite a um, something we need to kind of look at because you're up against pretty much the number one defense in the NFL right now. Yeah. When you've got I, I, like, I, I, Demarcus Lawrence there, you've got Micah Parsons there, you've got Demont Clark really stepping up to the occasion, as we mentioned. Um, you've got... The name the names go on right now. Like our defense is stacked right now, and we're and we're getting stronger against the run. Obviously, we've Absolutely. had two games two games this season where we've given up two hundred yards on the ground, um, and then we came we, we subsequently came back. And you know, the only person that scored against us on the ground has been Saquon Barkley two weeks mm-hmm. ago. Um, other than that, everybody else has been left. It, they've all been un, under a hundred yards and. You know, Barkley's the only one that's got a touchdown on the ground. Um, Pierce, again, because the, because of the way the offensive line is, you know, he'll equally have negative uh, negative runs, and then he'll break off a twelve yard run, a fifteen yeah. yard run, that sort of thing. It's it's almost like if you went back and watched the the Detroit Lions or the the Barry uh, Barry Sanders era. Mm. Um, you know that that's what you're almost seeing with with Pierce here. Yeah, um, just just when you mentioned like the negative of the odds, that kind of now runs back to the problem with their O line right now. Like if if you're if 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 you're getting into those negative yards, the the blame is on the O line for not making their blocks. You know. Yeah. Yep. So because they should be setting the the principle that your running back should not have to be getting hit way beyond the line of scrimmage. So, um, so again, it's another thing we need to take note of going into this game. But just looking at the other like the other weapons they do have available, they've got tight end Jordan Atkins, where we see with Chris Moore and veteran Philip Dorsett. Yeah. 
And I mean, Dorset's buried on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. Um, gives him a chance to get back up again. But I mean, he, you know, he was brought in from I think it was Indianapolis. He was in originally. Yeah. Even even then, he wasn't really a, a a star there. He was he was very much the sort of second string behind Hilton and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, to, I, I totally agree. Like, I mean, again, I I. I, I it's, it feels like I just I don't want to kind of be super confident about this, if that makes sense. Because yeah. if there's one game Texans and Texans fans will be up for and try and cause the upset, it will be it would have to be us. It always will be us. So, but um, kind of looking into our defense, um, it's not from really too much to say. Really, that I'm just going with the basics, the basic stats here. So they've got a total of 28 sacks and eight interceptions. And but overall, as a team as a whole, there's no surprise the Texans are ranked last in the NFL power rankings. So um, I mean, as I kind of mentioned in the injury report, they've got a couple of defensive linemen that are out. So again, um I don't expect too much pressure. There's, we mentioned Derek Stanley's out. Um, there was Delhi Hensley, I, I think his name is. Uh, I do apologize if I got that name incorrectly, but they've got we they've got holes in their defense as well, and and the way how we're playing right now, we're averaging what 27.8 games per game. But since Dax came back, that average is definitely a hell of a lot higher, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but so. So, what's your general thoughts on like? Do you feel like is there anything from their defense you're particularly worried about? There's not really. I mean, obviously, there's Malik Collins is playing for them. You know, former Cowboy, so obviously he knows a bit about our offensive line. We know about him. That that sort of matches each other up. With you saying that Stingley's out, you know that's that's one of their. Um, Premier defenders, he's out as well. So, you know, that this doesn't look good for them on both sides of the ball. So this again looks like a plus for us. Um, and the the main thing we've got to guard against is that we don't play down to the level of competition. We've got to set our own level and stick to that. Um, and you know, this is why I think everybody is predicting blowout scores against them. Uh, yeah. particularly on the back of the Colts, but yeah, and and rightly so. Like we've now got that expectation of them the way how we performed in that fourth quarter. Like kind of recapping from last week. Like I don't think anyone anyone expected us to kind of go into that fourth quarter with thirty three points unanswered in that fourth quarter. I mean, so I was at the game last week, as some people may know. I, I kind of thought it was a wee bit. On the, I was a wee bit on the edge in that first half, but once that fourth quarter kicked off, I was it was it was absolute sheer madness. It was like turnovers, touchdowns, turnovers, interceptions, pick sixes. You, the sky was the limit, and I thought, oh my goodness, like if we can do that next week, but in a more like for all four quarters, man. And I hate and again. I, I think with this team, the sky could be the limit. It could be, but it's just a matter of getting that consistency going. So if we can get that consistency going, 
Who knows what we could do this year? Who knows? Yep, yep. I mean, um, certainly, as I pointed out on Thursday, we're now, you know, if, if we win this week or, you know, if we at least win at least one more game, we're back-to-back 10-game season, 10-game uh, winnings. Uh, uh, yeah, that's win the seasons since 95, 96. Yeah. So that would suggest yeah. that we are coming full circle and, you know, hopefully, you know, we, we can start um, mentioning the S word again. Uh, yeah. on, on that note, that, that, I mean, obviously there is a trophy to play for in this game as well. And I say there's a trophy, but I think the Texans are more interested in the trophy than we are. Funnily enough, the, the one that Jerry is always up for is against the Chiefs, the wee birdhouse that him yeah. and the Hunt family have. But At the same time, though, Lorne, like, we already know the Texans are already eliminated, but do you think they will just... And I, and I know teams don't like to use this term. Do you think they might just tank this game and just tie it for the rest of the games because they know like, that means they are guaranteed their like first-round draft pick and whatever, like get more better value. Do you think they might just actually just do that? Like there is a dep- possibility. There they- is a possibility. It all depends on whether Lovey Smith has already been told that at the end of the season he's getting released or whatever. If Lovey Smith, the job is still there and you know he can at least show in these next four or five games that there's potential for growth there. Yeah. You might look to, um, you know, yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he might look to like look towards to the second stringers and stuff like that, players that you might want to bring back in, etc. So, yeah, yep. but um, I'm just trying to think if there was anything else needs to highlight, but uh, from the actual stats here, but no, but 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 Lauren, but tell me quickly, what would you say your keys to fit to are in this game, the Cowboys? I th- I think. They need Cowboys need to get out of the gate as quickly as possible and put these guys away. Um, they need to they need to be wary that you know as as I said I'm expecting a couple of trick plays in the first couple couple of series for the Houston Texans, um, and if you can you can weather that storm to begin with. Don't let them get ahead of steam. Then the game's ours. Absolutely, I, I totally I totally agree. Um, I think for from for myself, I just think um, just keep running up the the run game for us to really like maximize like get seek into full mode get Paula right into full mode and explore the different options with our uh, tight ends and defense uh, uh, defense and wide receivers. So and I think defensive side of the ball, I think it's really safe to say it's just Dan Quinn keep being Dan Quinn pretty much. Just executing the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, but um, finally, um, what would your bowl prediction would be, Chris? I don't know. Like, I think we've been saying this nearly every week. We're like, we're expecting a Devante Turpin touchdown from kickoff a punt. So um, I, I'm not going to say it this week. I'm going to I'm going to go some, somewhere completely different. I'm going to say Kelvin Joseph interception. Some that's that's my bold prediction. Right, I'm go, I'm going that number eleven gets the pick. Oh, number oh, Mister Michael Parsons gets the pick. Oh, right, okay. It's the one. It's the one thing from his resume so far that he hasn't got a, a tick against. He came very close in the Colts game. That's right, and, and, and there was one before that, but he got disallowed. Yep, that's yep. right. I remember that. 
All right. Okay. And finally, your score prediction, Lauren. Well, on Thursday night, I said 45-13 to the Cowboys, and I don't see it being any different than that. I'm I'm quite happy that everybody else that I've listened to so far this week has been a, a there or thereabouts. So well, I'll stick with my 45-13. Uh, I'm going for a complete massacre here, and I'm going to say it's going to be by 40-plus points. So I'm going to say Cowboys 53 Texans, 10. Right. Yep. So we'll leave that. We'll leave that on that note. So guys, if you are wanting to find out more content in, from bloggingtheboys.com, be sure to go and check out all the other podcasts. Always here every single day. Meg and Kelsey will be back later this week. Um and uh, be sure to go and check out RJ and Dave Sturchow and all the other guys that are, and also go to bloggingtheboys.com for all the latest news and updates, anything Dallas Cowboys related. So with that being said, it's a goodbye from myself. Oh, before I do go, um, <laughs> if you do see a Scotsman at the game, that probably will be me. So if you're ever about at the Texans game, you see a guy wearing a kilt, be sure to come say hello. All right. But anyway, so I do apologize. But for that being said, um, Lauren, uh, thanks as always. Uh, big shout out to UK Cowboys fans, which we're all part of, uh, good friends of blogging the boys. Um, be sure to uh, tell everyone where everyone can find you. Yeah, so I'm on uh, as Lauren, Call- Lauren Callahan on uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, uh, at Lauren Callahan, all one word, on Twitter as well. Um, you'll normally see me linked in with any of the UK Cowboys posts as well because you and I seem to be on the shows more often than not so yeah <laughs> uh, we're always getting linked <laughs> yeah absolutely and guys you can follow me at I am P Stew on both Instagram and Twitter and if you want to see my my silly uh silly adventures you can probably see a lot more on the Instagram so feel free to go and check it out and be sure to go follow bloggingtheboys.com follow them on all their socials and Let's go Cowboys. to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today